This is Sylvia, your news source for Michigan director, as well as anchor manager for Michigan 101. Hope you get a chance to enjoy some of the holiday happenings in the around your local area. Be sure to check out what's happening, whether it's, um, who knows, there's so much going on in the next 
next few weeks and months of December. Pray that you continue to journey through the season of Advent as we wait patiently for our Lord Jesus Christ. Take care and have a wonderful day.
Greetings, I'm Joel of Heart City Church. Love is this week's Advent theme. John's Gospel begins with these words. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. The Apostle John means to blow his readers' minds before they read on any further concerning his account of Jesus Christ, the man who he walked and lived with for over three years. Does John's beginning sound familiar? It sounds like Genesis 1.1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That's no accident. John is saying, Jesus Christ was the Word and Jesus was with God. That means Jesus was coexisting alongside the creator of the cosmos before time and space came into being. So Jesus had relationship with God, but then John adds, he also was God. Try to wrap your finite mind around that. Jesus was co-equal and co-eternal, infinite in majesty with the Father, and then John adds, without him was not anything made that was made. And what John is saying is that anything, if anything falls into the category of being made, it is the result of Jesus making it. Thus, Jesus is not made, unlike any of us. Jesus was completely separate from us, up in glory, on his heavenly throne. Don't you think that is quite a start to his gospel? As an author, John, you're not very big on suspense, are you? There's actually a number of great authors who've written stories about royalty, who actually disguise themselves like commoners so they could mingle with the common folk. Such an idea intrigues me because, frankly, I find it hard to believe. Don't you? I mean, imagine a world leader who yesterday was living in luxury in a magnificent palace. This morning, they decided to put on clothes purchased at Walmart and they drove to your city, walk into the coffee shop, and sat down with the likes of you and I. That would be amazing. I'm not sure I'd want to do that if I were a great king. Would you? That sort of story grabs my attention. Shakespeare actually writes a scene where King Henry dresses up like a common soldier, and he mingles with soldiers about to go into battle, and he ends up in a conversation about whether the king is responsible for souls who die in the king's battle. My favorite probably is Soren Kierkegaard's, who wrote a, about a prince on a task for his father king. And it takes him through the poorest part of town where he notices a maiden and he falls in love. And this prince decides the way to prove his love is to give up his glory. So he moves into her neighborhood and he takes up work as a simple carpenter in the hopes that this maiden might discover that he had come seeking her. Yeah, he could have overwhelmed this poor maiden with his glory and his position, but he saw the better way to prove his love was to identify with her in her lowliness. 
The reason I like Kierkegaard is because his fiction comes closest to what John was eyewitness to. John will go on to say in verse 14, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. I like how Eugene Peterson puts it. And the Word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. It took John over three years to figure out that Jesus, a baby turned carpenter turned rabbi, a fellow with dusty feet, calloused hands, who ate and drank what everyone else did, who talked with John, rebuked John, who healed folks, who taught and then died an awful death. It took John three years to figure out he was also the ruler of all creation, who in love became man to save man. Because of his great love for us who are in darkness and perishing, Jesus was sent by the Father to redeem for himself a bride who would join him in glory. Jesus moved into the neighborhood to show his love for the bride he seeks. And I want to encourage you, if you have not yet discovered who Jesus is, you may not have three years to try and figure it out. But the good news is John has already done the work for you. So meditate on the first three verses of John this Advent season, and then slide down to verse 14, and marvel over the love our Lord Jesus showed you and I when he was born in Bethlehem on that first Christmas morn. If you already do know him as your Lord and Savior, well, you just continue to marvel that you're a greatly loved, spirit-filled child of the King, and his first coming guarantees his return to take you home. Remember who you are and who you belong to. I've heard there was a secret chord that David played and it pleased the Lord. But you don't really care for music, do you? Well, it goes like this, the fourth, the fifth, the minor fall, the major lift, the baffled king composing, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah.
Darwin was influential in the community. I have not got the chance to meet him, but the memories that were shared through social media was outstanding. He was a remarkable coach. He had, he was good in sports. He appeared, he loved working with youth of all sorts. And he was a big influential part of Tolson Center. And so we're going to take a few minutes to remember the life that Garvin left behind. Remember who he was. So you will hear a selection of types of songs or singers that he loved, according to his obituary. He is somebody that is influential, not just to the youth, but to everyone who he met along the way. Based on just listening to the memories and the comments that were made under breaking news that he passed away, when initial response came out that he was, when the silver alert went out right away, it was shared abundantly, which means everybody shared everywhere. Everywhere you went, someone was sharing. They shared it, it led to social media. Every social media platform had information about it. The news people were there. I mean, there was so much info, influence that he made, that he had, that hundreds of thousands of people were looking for him. There was some backlash of individuals. He was trying to figure out why there was so much conflict or so much involvement of looking for who he was just because he was the mayor's brother. But Garvin left such an impact that the minute you don't have to know somebody to know how much impact they leave in a community. When the initial response came out that he was found deceased, it blew up again. People started flooding social media with comments about who he was. Some of my friends on my social media pages were saying he's a remarkable person. They went to Tolson with him. They knew who his sons were and all that stuff. There was a lot of positivity things that came out of this civil alert as well. And it's funny he was deceased. His funeral is this coming Saturday at Northside Gym. The impact that he had on so many, his mourners for so much life is going to be huge. It's going to be tears of joy. He loved a legend. He was what I would consider Elkhart legend to everybody. He is somebody who appears just by the the social media stuff that came in, comments that came in, wherever you look, it blew up pretty quickly. I mean, it was shared everywhere. Everyone who he touched, or even the people that knew his nephews or his son, they shared pretty quickly. A lot of times, when somebody makes a big impact in the community, it shared pretty quickly. Everyone quit to get involved there was a lot of effort looking for him. And they, why he ended up where he ended up at is something we will never know. But for someone to have such a profound 
legend on a whole community is somebody that we take time to recognize. We take time to just embrace who he was. You may not know whom personally, depending where you're listening from, but a community has lost a legend. A profound member of the community that everyone knew, most people knew, of him. They knew who his kids were. He was said he was influenced in Tolson Center. He was involved in a YMCA. He was good in sports. He still had the Northside record over there. This is several years ago. It still has it. So these nuts, few songs will be that as we take time to remember the legend of Mr. Garvin Warburson. Continue to pray for his family as they grieve the life he had. Take care. Remembering a legend of the Elkhart community. Garvin Edward Robertson, 70, of Elkhart, Indiana, was found deceased on December 2nd, 2022. Garvin was born on April 6th, 1952, to late Huron Jr. and Ella May Robertson in Millen, Tennessee. Garvin graduated from Elkhart High School in 1970. He was a National Honor Society student and a senior class officer. Garvin was in prep, All-American in football and basketball. He was also All-State in Indiana, both sports. He scored 1,355 points in his Elkhart High School career with a career-best 51 points, which is still a Northside gym record. Garvin also had 24 rebounds in that game. He was named a member of the Indiana All-Star team in 1970, which defeated Kentucky twice. He was the co-MVP in the North-South football game that summer. Garvin was the Co-Bringo Award winner as a top senior athlete at the Elkhart High School for the 1969-70 school year. He earned three varsity letters of football and two in basketball at the University of Illinois. He was an all-Big Ten selection at wide receiver as a junior and senior. Garvin signed a contract with the Washington Redskins as a non-drafted free agent before a shoulder injury ended his career. Garvin is enshrined in the Indiana High School Basketball Hall of Fame and was named the Indiana Silver Anniversary Basketball Team in 1995. After receiving his teaching certificate, Garvin began to teach and coach. He taught for Elkhart Community Schools, where he also coached basketball and track for both boys and girls and football for over 30 years. He was a longtime youth sports director at the YMCA. Garvin was also an assistant coach with Elkhart Express semi-professional basketball team. He helped to begin the Tulsa Center Basketball League with his brother, Warren Robertson. Garvin recently worked for Basher Group Home. He had a huge personality and was a comedian without even trying to be. Garvin enjoyed listening to Motown, sound, Motown sounds, James Brown and B.B. King. He loved Elkhart High School and was the epitome of once a blazer, blazer, always a blazer. He was predeceased by his parents, Heron Jr. and Ella Mae Robertson, a wife, Jackie Nash Robertson, and a brother, Warren Robertson. Garvin is survived by his son, Damien Mathea, stepson, Ron Nash, the second brother, Roderick, Regina Robertson, fiance, Deborah Hogan, uncle, Coley Webb Jr., granddaughters, Olivia Mathea, and 
Michaela Whitner, nephews, Ryan, Rachel Robertson, Ryan Rachel Robertson, and Christian Robertson, nieces Tyler Robertson and Tyron Robertson, grandnephews, Ryan Robertson Jr. and Juan Small, and grandniece Rylan Robertson. He also leaves a host of other relatives and friends. A celebration of life for Garvin will be held Saturday, December 10th, 2022 at North Sage Gymnasium at Elkhart at 2 p.m. Garvin will be truly be missed. Instead of flowers, please send donations to the Humane Society of Elkhart County, located at 54687 Kenwood 19, Bristol, Indiana. This is obituary of one of the Elkhart legends. May his family be in your thoughts and prayers as they say their final see you laters and goodbyes this coming Saturday. Take care.
as we journey through the Advent series. Here is the next selection of verses. Today we'll be looking at Luke 1, verses 38 through 56. And it says, And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. In those days, Mary rose and went with haste into the hill country in a, to a town in Judea. And she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby weeped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she claimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why is it granted to me that the mother of my Lord shall come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting came to my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God and in my Savior. For he has looked on the humble state of his servant. For behold, from now on, all generations will be called blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength in his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of the hearts. He has brought down the mighty from the thrones, exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in memory of his mercy, spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, to offspring forever. And Mary remained with her for about three months and returned to her home. So now we see Mary's song when she finds out that Zachariah and Elizabeth are expecting to. Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she said, Bless the young women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And so Joseph still does not know that Mary is pregnant. Nothing is said about that yet. Hopefully it will be showing up here soon. As we're finishing up, what has happened here? There's a lot that has happened and the specter of Jesus who is coming. The Advent story mainly is about the birth of Jesus. But there's a whole section that is looked over. And that is the birth of John the Baptist. John the Baptist was the child who Elizabeth was carrying. Who was the cousin of Jesus. To know more about the story of John the Baptist... You can continue reading on in Luke 1, verses 57 through verse 80 to see and hear the story of John the Baptist. How, why John the Baptist is not included in the Advent series is it's news to me. I did not know that they were not going to cover John the Baptist's story. And so as you're thinking about what it means to wait... Sometimes scriptures will hold off, will pull apart from a significant part of a chapter to make us ponder what's going to happen next. 
And so we will be jumping into Luke chapter 2 here soon as we continue on this story of the birth of Jesus. There's a lot that has happened once the first part. So we see in the first part of Luke 1, which we've been looking at, Luke 1, 20, 26, through 36, it is when Andrew Gabriel has appeared to Mary, is telling her that she is going to be born a child, but she's a virgin, so she gets afraid and terrified because she is carrying the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the same time, Elizabeth, who is her cousin, is also expectant with John the Baptist, who is a cousin of Jesus. But his story is not mentioned in the Advent reading, but it's something to be aware of. How are the two connected? The birth of Jesus first, and then they go into the birth of John the Baptist, and then they move into chapter 2, which is the birth, the physical birth of Jesus Christ. And so, their translation is different. Every birth of Jesus Christ starts with Luke 1, Luke 2. Luke 1 has the birth of Jesus foretold of how the angel told Mary that she was going to have a baby. Zacharias and Elizabeth. But Joseph has no clue what's happening yet. The angel has not visited him. And so why has the angel not visited Joseph? The angel visits Joseph at some point. And there is a twisted nature that happens with at that time. Mary and Joseph's reactions are totally different. How... When Mary, how does Mary tell her friends that she's expectant when she's married? She's expectant. They're not married yet. They both were virgins, but Mary is pregnant with the Holy Spirit. She's pregnant with Jesus. Elizabeth is pregnant with the Holy Spirit. So one wonder, why do we not hear about Joseph's side of the story? And they tell the birth of Jesus, and they talk about Mary. And it's all about Mary. How Mary was told not to be afraid. God has found favor with her. And then it goes to where Mary starts visiting Elizabeth. And so. That's when so the, John the Baptist who is in Elizabeth. Knows that the spirit is there. Because they start jumping for joy. So there's a lot that goes on in between. The time Mary is known about Jesus, Joseph does not know yet. And then they skip a whole entire scene in the Advent story where the birth of John the Baptist is foretold. And then they have in there where his dad is prophesying, blesses the Lord God of Israel for he has visited and redeemed his people. House of David, and so the people have been redeemed. And then later on, we will jump into the actual story of birth of Jesus and how that foretold it. If you get a chance to want to read the whole fulfillment of the Jesus story, 
you can kick off your reading with Luke chapter 1, verse 26, going all the way to 26, Luke 1, verse 26 through 56, and also Luke 2, 1 through 21. But it's the Jesus story. Hope you get a chance to kick back this holiday season as we anticipate the arrival of our Lord Jesus Christ. Advent is a time of waiting and preparation. And you look at joy, hope, peace, love, what that looks like as a body of believers. As well as how it relates to the correlation of the birth of Jesus. As well as the birth of John the Baptist who is often skipped over in most Advents. If you're not ready for the walk with Christ, hope you engage and find ways to know that he is with you. He's with you through always. He's with you all the time, whether we believe or not. The joy that is coming in a few short days is a joy that we're all missing and needing. Take care and have a wonderful day. Rejoice, rejoice.
Looking for something fun to do this holiday season? Here is something just for you. You can head over to Dwajet Middle School for the Holly Fair, which will take place on Saturday, December 10th, from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. You will be able to visit Santa, do some shopping. There also will be some free gift wrapping available, as well as craft activities for the kids. Hope you get a chance to head over to Dwajak, Michigan to see the Holly Fair and what else they have to offer. Take care and have a wonderful day. Kasi, Osco County. Here's something just for you. You can head over to the Jean, the Ginger Rich Grinch Christmas, Grinch Miss, taking place on December 17th from 5 to 7 p.m. sponsored by the Ginger Rich Group Reality. And they are located at 215 South Main Street in Milford, Indiana. 
There will be a Santa parade that will begin at 6 p.m. You will be able to have some snacks and drinks as well as be able to take pictures with the Grinch. Hope you get a chance to head over to the Gene Ginger Ridge Group Reality on December 11th for a chance to see Santa and enjoy the fun with the Grinch. Take care.
So no matter how many hardships or heartbreaks you face in this world, you're still here. And you're doing better than you think.
much. Today, choose to be grateful. Today, choose to see the good. Today, choose to be loved. Today, choose to see others. Today, choose to be kind. Today, choose to see opportunity. Today, choose to be a friend. Today, choose to see moments. Today, choose be grateful. Today, take care.
just be kind. Please just be kind, especially during the holidays. Have an extra moment of grace, of understanding, of love. There are so many stories of loss and struggle and hardships. And illusions of the holiday and perfection and celebrations can make the hurt magnify. So just love. Mind more than you think. Step up. Hold the door. Show up with meals. And choose Titus above irritation. A simple act can ripple farther than one ever expects. Love first. And these are original words by Rachel Marie Martin. You can find more and uplifting encouragement from her at FindingJoy.net. Take care.
keep you and give you peace this holiday season. Hope you got a chance to enjoy some of the Christmas music and the news and more. Take care and have a wonderful day.